Welcome to It's All Connected, a Marvel Studios podcast brought to you by MCUExchange.com. It's all connected. Everything. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 96 of It's All Connected. This is Russ, and we have two of us joining me this evening, or I, sh- I should say there are two folks joining us today. Um, Matthew, as always, and hey. uh, and uh, special guest Daryl Taylor. Welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me back on again. Anytime, sir, anytime. Yeah, so we thought uh, big finale episode, we'd, we'd get a, another voice into the fold, which is always good to have. Definitely. Um, and of course, you were on the Civil War episode, so yeah, that was fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're gonna do some news, and then we're gonna talk about the season finale of Agents of Shield, which is actually two episodes: uh, Absolution and Ascension. Uh, and then we'll probably wrap it up there. Kind of a little programming note: I think during the off time, we're probably gonna go to biweekly. Um, and the way we'll handle that is if some sort of Huge news comes about, like breaking news. We'll probably just hop on and do a quick little, maybe a little thirty-minute episode or so, just to talk about uh, anything big. But you know, during the break, we'll probably skip to to being biweekly, all things equal, and uh, and we'll do some feedback next time. So we're we, we had a lot more news than I thought we were going to have this week. So we're going to just jump right into that. Uh, the biggest piece is that Most Wanted and Agent Carter were not picked up by the network. Yeah, it's a bummer. I think not surprising with Agent Carter, but I was I was pretty surprised about uh, Most Wanted because mm-hmm. they seemed like they were really they were really going for that and they were really behind it and all the news seemed really positive. But I guess that's I, I don't know. I don't know if that was bluster or if it was just some other executives felt differently about it. Uh, yeah, they think they they had a change over there. Right. Not, yeah. Yeah. Recently, so that's what a lot of the um, there was some behind the scenes they were talking about on uh, a couple of uh, entertainment shows that they got word in that the the person that came in was not a fan of these shows right now because they weren't his; they were someone else's. Well, mm. and they're not lighting the world on fire either. I mean, let's right, be honest. Right. You know? Definitely. Uh, but if you lose your champion, you kind of lose your show a lot of right. times. Right. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think. I think I'm hoping this opportunity makes them focus on a Marvel ABC show that doesn't just follow around, you know, some group of shield agents. Yeah. So that maybe that could have been another thing that they just felt that agent Carter and most wanted were just too similar to shield, um, which doesn't have extraordinary ratings either. So maybe they thought Mm -hmm. like, if we're going to do another Marvel project, why don't we choose from something else? Yeah, you would think. I, I always kept thinking when they said they were going to add a show that it was going to be the Daisy's Secret Warriors. And yeah, we've talked just, about that a few times. Yeah. yeah, and then you would just have Shield, and it it would be whatever they wanted. To, you know, all the Shield uh, stuff they want to have. But then for special missions, you can have a another show with the Secret Warriors. Yeah, yeah. So kind of on the heels of that, they're moving Agents of Shield to ten o'clock. Uh, next season yeah. so 10 o'clock eastern nine o'clock central uh and, and the the word on the on the street with that is they wanted this two-hour comedy block to start 
uh, on Tuesdays, which given that those shows have stronger ratings, uh, that may not be such a bad thing. Like if they can get folks to kind of, um, you know, buckle up for two hours worth of, of decent comedy, that might be a way to keep them engaged Mm-hmm. Uh, to watch the show, it also moves them away from NCIS, which again was yeah was kind yeah. of a big deal. It moves them away from almost everything. I mean, there's yeah. I, I mean, I haven't had cable in a long time, but a ten o'clock uh, primetime show that seems awfully awfully late. But maybe that's more common nowadays. Well, maybe they can get away with more stuff if they do it at ten. Also, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they've been saying that, and that's I think that's the silver lining. I, I worry that two hours of comedy, I don't know if that will properly like entice people for S.H.I.E.L.D. It's just kind of a weird lead-up, unless it's yeah. unless Damage Control is the last one. But that doesn't seem like it's happening anytime soon. No, and mm-hmm. they, they've done the upfronts and everything, and that wasn't on the list. So Yeah, so maybe spring, but... It, it yeah. also puts them in a weird spot, because we're back to like season one of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., where we get these long periods of... Or not even long periods, we get these short periods of the show's on, the show's off, the show's on, the show's off. Yeah. And, you know, maybe they were thinking, well, we tried to put Sandwich Agent Carter in this season to make it one continuous, you know, 30-week block of television or 26-block with the two-hour stuff in there. Uh, and that didn't work either. So maybe mm-hmm. they're thinking, you know, well, the complaints were it was early on, it was on and off and on, and people couldn't follow it. So we fixed that, and that didn't solve the problem either. So, yeah, you know. I just don't think uh, the audience. The, I don't think we watch it when it comes on. I, That's I don't. The problem. I don't yeah. do that anymore. Like I, everything is either Hulu or I DVR the show. Like that's the only way that I watch most of the programming. Yeah, I mean, I live tweet it when I can. But uh, for those of you that listen, Daryl and I record our Gotham by Geeks podcast on Tuesday nights, so um, I don't get to live tweet it as often anymore but i usually watch it either later that night or you know kind of first thing the next day uh at, you know during my lunch break or something so yeah i think i think just fans you know we talked about it before but fans of this type of genre typically just time shift a lot of watching and i think uh you know a lot of people point well to arrow and flash and i think those shows are just kind of they're, they're just different in that mm-hmm. yeah um, and they ride on their on their plus yeah plus too they yeah. they sit on that there's shows that got saved just because the, yeah. they do well yeah. online and shield well, has a good plus seven but unfortunately the advertisers don't really care about the plus seven no. right <laughs> um, no and i think with the cw stuff they the cw looks for the ratings don't have to be as high no sure. like abc demand so it less affiliate their, their thresholds just different their mm-hmm. audience is very different yeah uh, that they cater towards you know i mean abc's so broad yeah. And who it caters towards, sure. whereas, you know, CW sort of remade itself to sort of be like the perfect home for stuff like Arrow and Flash, like yeah. genre stuff and sure. slightly yeah, younger the skewing and, and Supernatural. Yeah, I mean, everything. And, yeah, uh, Supernatural for how long that's been on Vampire Diaries. So they've, they've set people yeah. up for that for a while. And you um, kind of you, you, you kind of take the lower budget. We, we like the fans of those shows. We of the I love those shows, but yeah, you, I kind of turn my eye away from the lower budget of some of the CGI and and some of the things that they have to do. But I sure, think sure. with with um, Agents of Shield and and with Agent Carter, people that I know, uh, friends of mine who are avid TV watchers and they love the films. Once they looked at what 
the shows look like, they just were unforgiving. Like, yeah. they wouldn't even give it a chance. As many times I would say, you know, they they kind of they got tighter with some of the stories. They're, you know, some of the stuff they've added to the show. There's just this thing, this wall of, I'm just not going to try it. Like, I won't do it. It's not as good as the movies. Daryl, yeah. Daryl. Nobody mm-hmm. cares. Nobody yeah, cares. nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> Inside joke. But yeah, so so it'll be interesting to see. I personally think that I think Matthew, you kind of hit the nail on the head earlier that you know they're going to move away from from something that Shield and and maybe embrace something yeah. different. And maybe that Ridley show they keep talking about. Yeah, yeah. That we never hear anything about. Yeah. So I I have a feeling that season four is going to be the f- final season of. I keep Agents thinking that too. Yeah. Uh, you know, unless it just yeah. has a real rating spike. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if it gets back up there in the maybe in the one fours to one sevens, then I think I just, maybe they'll yeah. keep it around. But I just don't see that happening. Though. Yeah, no. I, don't, I don't know of an example of a show that's like gone the way it's gone with Shield, and then all of a sudden it's fourth season. It just like gets super popular or something. I don't. Right. It just doesn't seem likely. Yeah, the only way is if it like was a stunt cast thing, and mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. I mean. Or we'll, we'll get to it later, but I've over time, like, yeah, but it started out with a lot of anticipation, then didn't mm-hmm. need that. So I think it's just never, there's no way it's ever going to recover from that. Like, yeah. yeah, whereas at least Arrow and Flash, like, I, I feel like there was less anticipation, maybe, even though they're big characters, it's just the whole MCU thing and Joss Whedon was involved, involved, it just... I think there was just too much hype for its own good, and not Plus that it doesn't you, deserve it, but it took a while to get there. Yeah. Plus, when you hear you hear uh, CW already in your head, you're thinking, "Okay, right, you're I'm not going to get much." Low, yeah. yeah, yeah, and then you you hear ABC, just like with Supergirl, there were people that looked at that and was like, oh, "This is a CBS show. This is you know, like this is exactly. not exactly yeah. uh, yeah. what I expected." You know, right? But ABC, like. They, you know, they've, I mean, for, if nothing else, I'll always think of Lost and be like, mm-hmm. okay, well, I expect like a certain caliber of yeah, at definitely. least acting and, and uh, you know, just vision. And yeah, so, yeah. and I think they've gotten there, but it just, it took them a while. And I don't think people ever forgave them for that, like, adjustment period. It was just sad, though, that with Agent Carter, with some, you know, an actress as good as she is, it, it just was disappointing that she just didn't get that shine you know from the from yeah. the films to the show yeah 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 and again it's a show that i think the second season was far better than the first season but it's just unfortunately nobody was well, nobody I, was watching i think what throws it off is that they didn't do a earth-shattering story that was more yeah. of her you know her kind of connecting and finding out if she wanted to date, you know, who she was going to date, what was she going to do with her career again? Like what, like those type of things you enjoy watching. But I think other people who come into it already with that bias because of shield, they just wouldn't even give it a chance. Yeah. And it's a very, it's sort of a niche thing. I mean, this period, this 1940s period spy thriller that's about a woman navigating her way in a man's world. I mean, that's, that's not a sell for everybody, no. you know? And so for me, like even on paper, I'm like, I'm on board. Like that sounds like a great show. And mm-hmm. so it was always everything I wanted, but I understand that that's a hard sell to like an audience as wide as ABC. If that had been something on, I don't know, like FX, I, just some, some smaller thing where they could have well, what is, the idea of it. 
could they put this stuff on the ABC other channel? I forgot the name they changed it to. Now it's not ABC Freeform. Family anymore. Freeform, yeah. I mean, could that be the CW of that of their? You know, like CB. I think they're trying trying. to make that. Yeah. Yeah. But whether Agent Carter fits that vibe, I feel like it. It's not quite young enough in tone. But I. But I don't know. I mean, I. I don't know what they're going. I think it's possible. I still think it's possible that Netflix could. Could pick something up. I. But I. I don't know. I think maybe we would have heard something about that. the trick will be to get it to get it on Netflix because right. if you mm-hmm. if the they put aren't season, on there in the first place yeah season one yeah. and season two on Netflix Netflix sees the engagement mm-hmm. they'll go to ABC and say okay we want to do more of this because yeah. we see that the engagement is bringing eyeballs yeah. and and Netflix know, does that all the time with yeah. shows that have been canceled I, they, I would they, go British with her I would go I would go the British model with Agent Carter for Netflix like I would do. You know, two or three uh, hour and a half movies. Yeah, like yeah. Sherlock. Or Episodes. Yeah, that, that could be mm-hmm. pretty amazing. Yeah, and yeah. if they they move the production even, and so instead of her yeah. operating here, uh, yeah, I, there's a lot of great opportunities. And but now that she's got this other show, I guess it depends how that does. Well, right. that's the cool thing with Netflix too is they're not beholden to season starts in August, no nope. season true. finishes in May. Um, you know, they or a film summer, all summer why she's yeah. you know not filming she, conviction if that mm-hmm. really takes off. Yeah. She loves that universe, and then what if you have a story like you go crazy? It's crazy, but what yeah. if you had a story where her her um, descendant, you know, who is uh, the Sharon. one Sharon? What if you had a time travel story where they both had to work together and you did a little thing with them? Yeah, because she still does TV. So exactly, sure. yeah. I mean, she's and. They're not doing her any favors in the movies, so she's not going to get any time. Yeah, she's not yeah. going to get any time. Well, what it, yeah, like you said, what if Agent Carter is Sharon Carter, and she has to look back at some you know documents or dossiers yeah. or something that could work too. It could just be finish a mission, like yeah. on Shield or yeah. yeah. And so you kind of cut between the two of them. Yeah, I mean, I think I really hope they don't abandon Peggy Carter as a character. Yeah. Some something. I hope they just because it keep her around in some capacity. T- right, you take it out of the the network uh, stable and put it on a Netflix. That means they could kind of go harder with the comic uh, continuity. Yeah, a little they could make yeah, yeah they could make it weirder. Yeah, you know, and, and just or more fun and crazier, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, everybody's lobbying hard to kind of tweet and sign petitions and to get uh, Agent Carter still moving. So. Uh, yeah, you know, the, I, I think social media engagement is a good, you know, a lot of networks and and big wigs look at that stuff too. So, right. um, you know, we'll yeah. see. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm not going to call it dead yet. I mean, <laughs> yeah, not, I think it know, depends how the, the new ground. show does as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah it does. And there's another piece of news we have that is sort of related to that. That if you have a popular show, then you can't really do other stuff because um, I don't know the SIF news. I guess we want to jump over to that. Did you hear that? <laughs> no, uh, no, s- spill. Uh, well, yeah. So I guess before we launch into more Thor news, apparently Jamie Alexander is not going to be in Thor Ragnarok because uh, you know she stars in Blind Spot on NBC, right. and I guess there yeah. was just a conflict, and she just, which was always, I think, was kind of a rumor for a while, but mm-hmm. it seemed. I don't know if it's you know, can, I won't say confirmed, but that that seems to be the. Uh, the news circulating right now is that she won't have a part in Thor yeah. three, and that's going to be tough because they're filming in Australia. So if she's filming TV and exactly, I'm assuming they film that in LA or New York or wherever they film film it. I mean, 
to have to go back and forth, that's yeah. a that's yeah. a tough gig and, there. And, and her, exactly because she's at the star of the show too. So like, her situation is unique though because it's like, do I not do my show where I'm the star and I it's all set around my character and I get to do right. a lot of stuff. And it's doing and, pretty well too. Right. It's it's a good show. I watch it. It's a really she's, yeah. oh she's so good in it. Um, or do I go to do Thor and they're only going to have me in it maybe fifteen minutes the whole movie? Yeah. If you right. add up all all the. I've been so I, – I really, really love Sif as a character, and I've I just been too. so disappointed with her. Except when, on S.H.I.E.L.D., it's been great. And I was mm-hmm. – before Blindspot, I was like – I was really hoping that they would just have her – find some way to ha- just have her join the cast and just be an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Netflix, yeah. man, if you could put – if you could find some of that stuff yeah. on Netflix, you yeah. can have her come in yeah. and do – like a lot of them that are not – uh, high caliber, you know, movie stars, but the ones that still do TV and they're still good, mm-hmm. but they could come in and do, you know, a little bit of the Netflix shows yeah. and, and, sure. and it go. Yeah. I hope that's where it goes because, I mean, they Marvel's introduced us to so many great characters that yeah. have gotten like five minutes of screen time. That's what people want to see, and that's the problem. Like, people want that, and when you don't give it to them, yeah. they kind of sh- shut it down. Like, yeah. I don't care then. I don't, I don't want to, you know, watch it. So to segue from uh, Jamie Alexander being out of Thor Ragnarok, it seems like everyone else is yeah. in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel Name like actor, actress, this would but... not be news because we, we've talked about this before where we know about stuff for weeks before Marvel officially announces it. And I think with Kate Blanchett, I mean, it's been – was that last year even? Mm, it, it's, it's been a been long, a long time. Yeah. But this is maybe a rare instance where we also got some pretty newsworthy castings that I don't think anybody had any idea of. Yeah, right. I mean, I don't think Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, I was like, what? No, nope. I was I, like, wow, nope. that's the first I've heard of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Kate Blanchett, we've we've, it's been more or less confirmed that she's been in in the cast. It hasn't been confirmed as to who she's playing, although we were all pretty certain it was going to be Hella. Mm-hmm. And so Marvel's Disney has come out and officially said Kate Blanchett is going to play Hella. Tessa Thompson, who again uh, was pretty pretty well confirmed, but again not who she was playing, is playing Valkyrie, which yeah. everybody again, assumed she was playing. Yeah, right, right. Again, awesome casting, one hundred percent. You know, so after, excited for that. Yeah, after Creed, I mean, you can put her in anything, and and you've got my money. Um, yeah. Uh, Jeff Goldblum uh, is going to be in it, and it and they're saying he is going to be uh, the the Grandmaster, the Grandmaster, which if go. Go out there and Google pictures of the Grandmaster people yeah. and see if you don't think Jeff Goldblum would be a great fit. So yeah. so good. I, I want to – yeah, I hope he's like Benicio Del Toro's collector. Just yes. that sort of – and God, if they could share a scene together. <laughs> That's a lot of weird. Yes. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe Jeff Goldblum pops up in Guardians too. God, the possibilities. I'm just – I am so 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 excited that he is going to be in the MCU. I hope they don't. I hope they don't just kill people. That is the that is one of the things oh, that I agree, hurts yeah. me so much is when they kill off yeah uh, potential characters in a movie so fast. I yeah. hate it. Like Marvel like, is just yeah. Like, they, let them live. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and Carl Urban is going to be cast as Scourge, the Executioner. Mm-hmm. So wow. I I haven't seen them casting an Enchantress, but it would be kind of cool to see you know the two of them duo mm-hmm. up so maybe maybe hella is going to kind of be the surrogate for the enchantress at least that's true maybe it still could come i mean sure, the sure. still could come because we've got lorelei and you know it 
you know, on shield. So it's, it seems like one of the people they're missing for the whole uh, Asgard realm. Yeah. It's, are we, like the thing is, are they going to do another three movies with the single characters? That's the thing. Cause if you're not, then. Well, let's face it. I think that uh, Chris Hemsworth is probably like, you'll sign me up for three more sold. (laughs) Eight more. Because. I mean, God bless him. He just can't get a hit outside no, of these movies. It's yes. true. It's true. And I don't think we're going to see any more just like a Thor movie with just Thor. I think, I just think because Thor 2 did so poorly, I think any mm-hmm. Thor movie we see is going to be like a big, on like this. I mean, we've got right. a bunch of other big names. We've got a bunch of big comic characters. Hulk, you know, I, I think mm-hmm. if we see more Thor movies, it's going to be that situation where it's him with a lot of other big characters. Yeah. You know who knows, which I mean, I'm if, fine with. Yeah, if if this thing, so they've they've confirmed that Mark Ruffalo, Tom Hiddleston, Idris Elba, and Anthony Hopkins are all set to reprise their uh, previous roles. So I could easily see if this Hulk Thor thing gets pulled off really well, mm-hmm. that we could see a sequel with those two. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a Marvel two in one. Yeah, exactly. The next phase yeah. of, of the movies. Yeah, I I would love to see. I mean, with Black Widow, you could you could uh, have Falcon in there with her. You yeah. can have Hawkeye yep. in there yeah. with her. Mackie said he's down to be in the Black Widow movie. Well, he wants a check. Mackie's up yeah. for anything. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Mackie's up for anything. Just cut the check. I'm going. Which is awesome because I love his yeah. his, his yeah, attitude. He's so is just like, I mean, hey man, I'm his enthusiasm I'll do is great. Yeah, playtime. I'm coming. To, you know, to come to play. Yeah, Let's I'm looking forward to the Civil War. Uh, uh, bloopers and behind the scenes to hear him mm-hmm. just say "cut the check" like fifty times. Oh <laughs> my gosh! So that and they had good. a little something like there was a little little spark between him and, and Black Widow. I think. Yeah, yeah. They and, used and, it in Winter Soldier, like right. I yeah, we watched that a few days ago, and when she you know, looks at him, it, yeah, and he his face goes, "Wow!" He just has that look on his face, like, "Wow, who is that?" You know, and I can yeah. see them kind of, you know. Maybe. Cap can have Sharon Carter. Let him take her. Yeah, yeah. I've got my eye elsewhere. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. So the great casting announcements for Thor Ragnarok. It's getting ready to start filming, I guess, in a month or two mm. uh, over in Australia. Uh, so I'm sure there's going to be tons of stuff coming out. I'm sure we'll have, uh, you know, uh, location shoot uh, right. footage and people mm-hmm. taking pictures and video and all kinds of stuff uh, before too long. Um, cause apparently I heard, and I don't think this is confirmed by Marvel, but uh, from a, I guess a reliable source that 80% of the movie is going to take place amongst the eight, uh, the nine realms and not like Asgard, like uh, on the other, the other worlds. Right. Didn't Everywhere Foggy other, say that? Yeah. Didn't, wasn't that the excuse? I've read something where he said when he was talking about why, um, yeah, he, he did Natalie say Portman. That. Yeah. Why oh, Natalie yeah, Portman yeah. wasn't going to be in it. It's not because she hates doing this role. It's cause. You know. Nobody likes her in the role. <laughs> <laughs> that too. It's, it won't be at Earth. He won't have time to go to Earth. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm, I'm fine with. I, I've, I've said before that I'm not a fan of um, Thor two. So you can I tell think, when, when they're I not going happy. all out. Yeah, yeah. You can tell when an actor is not happy, and I'm like, if they don't want to do it, I'm all don't have them do it. Yeah, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. She, she's never been essential. I think too in the movies to his story other right. than like the first one a bit, you yeah. know? Yeah. It, but in the second one, it was clear they just didn't know what to do with her. And so to include her in this, yeah, it's just aside from him popping down and saying, Hey, how's it going? I'm going off to explore the universe with Hulk yeah. or something, <laughs> yeah. which is just unnecessary. I mean, so yeah, it's true. 
so as we record this on Saturday, May 21st, Civil War has crossed the billion dollar mark. Yeah. Which, not surprising. Not uh, fast. Pretty not fast, fast. Pretty fast. Uh, so this, I, I read the fact before. So 13 Marvel movies have grossed $10 billion. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, so I think it's safe to say that, now granted, that's gross box office, not net box office, but and that's not merchandising and everything else. Safe to say, I think uh, Disney is pretty happy with the return they got on buying Marvel. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think so. And I, th- I think they're. I think so. Uh, you know, publishing is profitable. Movie division profitable. Uh, licensing obviously profitable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean so, the comics. The past week there was this report right where they've they've got like fifty something percent of the comic shares was Marvel. The Black Panther comic was number one. Yeah, I mean so they're you know comics overall are down, but Marvel is you know, yeah. has well, it, over half of the sales. Well, what did well for them is that uh, right now DC is going through the, they're shuffling the rebirth, to yeah. change the rebirth. So basically you just have lame duck books. They're just yeah. not, you know, they're not. Well, and important. Marvel has all the Star Wars ones too, which were pretty yeah. high up oh, on the rankings. So. That did great for them. Yeah. yeah. So. But either way, I mean, that's all, that's still Disney all getting, you know, it's all going back into Disney's pockets. So oh yeah. yeah. There. Like, I mean, yeah. You're gonna. Everybody's gonna get a, a Star Wars book, a, a Star Wars comic. Yeah, I mean, well, it looks like it. Yeah, they're giving a comic to every single character. <laughs> the Millennium Falcon will probably get a <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that would be yeah. great. Uh, yeah. So expect more money to be made on Civil War. But so, yeah, so the, this is the fourth Marvel movie to hit the billion dollar mark. Avengers, Iron Man three, Age of Ultron, and now Civil War have all crossed the billion mark. Uh, which is pretty pretty phenomenal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we'll see we'll see how that bodes on on future future movies. Um, like I said before, I think this just gives them some leeway. You know, if, if Doctor Strange doesn't like the world on fire, it doesn't it doesn't. You know, I don't think they have to panic. So no. Uh, so that's that's good. Uh, I, I like the fact that they're so that they're successful enough that it it's going to allow them to experiment a little bit and hopefully. Yeah, and take uh, a few failures if yeah. that ever happens. Yeah, it won't be the end of them experimenting just because they had one bomb or something. Well, they yeah. have the they have the goodwill going for them. So even if a movie is not the greatest, it'll be look at Thor. Like even Thor yeah. two, you know, critically people were, you know, talking about it. It still did well for them. I mean, there sure. there are people that went to see it even though they were like, I'm not even a Thor fan, but I'm going to give it a shot because it's. Exactly. It's part of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and then rumor, I guess this has kind of gone back and forth a little bit, but they're saying Michael B. Jordan is going to have a role in Black Panther. And again, not confirmed, uh, mm-hmm. but but given his relationship with Ryan Coogler, uh, he, you know, he was a star of Fruitville Station, the star yeah. of Creed. Not surprising that, uh, that Coogler or Jordan would reach out to each other to try and see if they could uh, be a part mm-hmm. of this. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't want him to... I don't want the, you know, Fantastic Four movie to be the only, like, superhero role he ever has. So, or, you know, in that world. So, I was really, like, so, so excited for him to be Human Torch. And, and I, I loved his performance and all. So, I'm, I'm, but considering that's probably not going anywhere as a franchise, I'm glad that the MCU is going to be picking him up. And hopefully they don't just make him, like, a villain that they kill off or something. Yeah. Well, it's funny because when Fox, uh, they were the, they were talking at something and they were saying that they wanted uh, the change they were going to make to Fantastic Four and we're still on board for doing it. Right. And then this came out after it was like, I'm well, yeah. and I think that was Kreisberg. No, that that was no, not Kreisberg. Who's the 
yeah, the producer guy, he was like, it, the headline was they Fox wants to make another one. And when you actually read the article, it was like, it was the producer saying that right. he, Kinberg, Simon Kinberg, yeah, yeah. Kinberg, Kinberg, not Kreisberg. Yeah. Uh, well, Kinberg was saying, yeah, he wants to make another one, and and they know the mistakes they made, and you know all this other stuff. So it's like, okay, wait, the headline doesn't exactly match. Yeah, up with, I, I know, saw a thing saying that it might return, but not with the whole cast. Right. So, and that was the same day I saw the Michael B. Jordan thing. So I was like, <laughs> are they going to try and do a second one without? Johnny in it? I don't know. No, yeah. there's no way. But I don't think any fight. of those actors want to do another one. No. So. The, the, he fought with the actor that played uh, Reed. I think he had fights with the director. Well, that dude's too, a little... And... He's a little... He's a bit of an odd duck he Miles to begin with. Yeah. Miles Teller. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I think he's off, the weakest link in that cast. Yeah. Two awesome. odd guys doing, working on a yeah. project together. They kind of clashed a lot. So yeah. Yeah. I don't think they're coming back. Uh, but it, but it's good news. I mean, the other thing, I, I can't remember if it was Feige or Coogler. I think it was Feige that basically said the cast of Black Panther is going to be, I think it was, was it 80% or 90%? 90%. 90% said, yeah. either African-American or African. So, yeah. Um, which, so, which is good. I mean, it's... Yeah. Right, which we would assume, but also I think we all kind of like let out a sigh of relief when he said that too just because yeah. you never know well they could have done thor because remember thor when thor came out we didn't get a lot of asgard right we, right. we got some of the half of the movie they were in asgard and then exactly yeah it's true. he traveled so they could have been i mean there is i've read a lot of the the comics with with black panther and there was a point in time where he went to america right to go to college and then came back so yeah that could have been part of the story but i guess it won't be maybe it'll be told in flashbacks yeah, and I, I mean, given the end of Civil War, kind of that first post-cut scene, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think I think that was kind of their nod to say, yeah, we're going whole hog on this Wakanda thing. Like, yeah. you, know, you know, here it is. This is what you're going to see. Let's uh, explore it. Yeah, which is really exciting. So, Yeah, that's what I want to see. I don't – I want to see him in Wakanda, like, 100%. I dreamed of this. This, <laughs> this, this is what I yeah, dreamed I, of Yeah, I still can't this. believe this is real. Like, yeah. The Spider-Man thing's fun and all, but this, I'm way more excited for like the oh. fact that Black Panther exists as a character now and is getting his own franchise. Mm-hmm. And you got amazing. a director, yeah, and a yeah. director that loves the character. Like, when yeah, he, he talks about the way it, he's been but, talking about it. Yeah, I'm so. That's what I'm. Whenever they have the enthusiasm, I'm just like, yes. Mm-hmm. And Bozeman, Bozeman's been like Instagramming and tweeting out there, like. Um, going to the comic shop and picking. He did it with Black Panther number one. Yeah. He did it with two. I think he, he even, like, on his Instagram thing for Black Panther number two was, like, congratulations to Tahanisi Coates for, you know, number the number one book last month or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, it was, mm-hmm. it was yeah. kind of a big deal. So, yeah, I, I like it when the characters – I mean, let's face it. You're an actor casting these movies. Mm-hmm. I don't expect you to have grown up idolizing these comic characters. No, not at a all. Big fan like we are. But it's cool. But it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, but it's cool when when they get on board, they then mm-hmm. get into it. Yeah. Like yeah. I, they don't yeah. all have to have been like secret geeks, but like when right. they instantly are like, you know what, I got into this. Versus mm-hmm. with the actors who are like, well, I didn't want to read this the source material because I wanted my own interpretation, and then it's just like, ugh, come on. Well, the the current Vision book was like that too. I remember one of the the actor that plays Vision in the film. He uh, tweeted that he had the book. He bought the the comic by uh, Tom King, and that was exciting. So yeah, sure. Like wow, and I knew and seeing, I, I know Tom, so he was hyped. I mean, he he yeah. was crazy yeah. happy. And about seeing that. John Bernthal, like you know, talking about the comics and reading all the comics, you know, yeah, yeah. just just respecting the the quality of the source material and being excited that like they're this 
this big character that already has a built-in fan base mm-hmm. that that sort of is going to automatically we would hope love them because they're like the living version of you know their favorite character so i think when they appreciate that um you know it's i think for fans it's great it's like okay uh-huh. you appreciate that part of the reason your character is so popular is because of us yeah aaron's uh doctor strange is going to be it, it I'm, I'm curious to see how well those trades do um once the film comes out because he kind of he really started him from square one again for people yeah. that haven't been reading uh doctor strange at all yeah absolutely Although I'm I'm in the minority, I'm not a big fan of the uh, of the art. I I know I'm I'm in a minority, but <laughs> I just I'm, I don't know what it is. Uh, we all have those artists. We just don't. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just I don't, don't click with that's yeah. all. Um, but Chalo just doesn't uh, just doesn't do it for me. But uh, but yeah, the story's been fantastic. Love the uh, Yeah, I'm 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 definitely in a minority. Uh, no question. Um, yeah, so the last piece of news that I have down here is, so it's like in, out, in. Uh, it looks like Michael Keaton is back in as the villain in Spider-Man Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like negotiations stalled, but then they came back. I think maybe once they saw that Civil War crossed a billion so quick, it's like, yeah, maybe we do have a little bit of money that we could spread yeah, around or, on this. Yeah, or who knows, maybe Keaton was more like, yeah, I should be a part of this. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, could have been way. a little bit of both. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or the reaction just to the news that he was. You know, there's been a lot of news that he was joining them when he wasn't, mm-hmm. and I think most people were excited that he was going to be in it, and sad he wasn't. So maybe that leaked in a little bit. Like, oh, okay, people are people yeah. want this to happen. Negotiating to, power. Oh yeah, because yeah. you want to jump. I mean, this is going to be the first uh, of the Marvel connected Spider Man, and so I mean, yeah. it's going to get such a push just on that alone. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you, any agent would tell him, look, I know you got this thing about, you know, not wanting to be typecast, but you're not going to be the star of the thing. You're going you're gonna to play the villain. So, yeah. Right. And he's know. doing a villain, which is a good, I mean, right. you know, it's different. There's a good chance he's not going to make it through the end. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, you he get might in, just get tired out. of being like flying animal themed characters. <laughs> right. Maybe that's what it was. He was just like, look, I'll be in it, but do I have to be another flying? Do I have to be another bird? I'm literally a bird man in this. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but I guess too, the Tinkerer is rumored to be another villain as well. So yeah, I heard that it was like the Tinkerer might give uh, Vulture his like gear using yeah, uh, Chitari, yeah. Chitari recovered technology or yeah, something. Makes sense. I like yeah. that though. I I, yeah. I hope they do. Yeah, that more. ties it in with New York and. There's there's so many villains that that Marvel can use. They have access to so many characters that they can do. I mean, so I would, it would just be nice to see a villain that they can kind of sprinkle in the other films if they want mm-hmm. to. Especially when they get to the next phase of movies where they won't be so uh, world ending. Right. You know. Yeah. Right. Well, and that's why Tinkerer. I mean, I don't think that's going to be Keaton's role because that'll probably be a smaller villain role. Yeah. yeah. That would almost be better because Tinker is the one that you're you could see pop up in other Marvel films yeah. like supply, you know, basically like, um, uh, Melvin Potter on daredevil, you know, right. like the, mm-hmm. the reverse of that. Right. For the villain. So, but you know, I don't, I don't know that Keaton would join in that role. Yeah. If, the, if it's going to be between Vulture and Tinker, I would imagine Vulture is going to be the bigger villain, but. Cause he could play that character who feels like he's aging out. Like he's being, you know, yeah, that's true. Yeah. There could be another level of like medic, commentary there or something mm-hmm. i guess the thing will be will the way mike and keaton michael keaton looks be 
him younger because Michael Keaton's not that old. No, he's not as old as like the Vulture. You know, that's not really a guy who's like desperate to like reverse his aging. He's not right, not terribly old. So I wonder if, but he's also not young enough. I feel like to be the super young version of the Vulture. Right. So it's, I, I wonder how they'll go on that. If it'll all be makeup and CGI, but still just him, or or he'll mostly be in the version he's in. I, I don't know. It's gonna be something to see how they do Vulture without it looking. Silly. It's almost <laughs> like, it, yeah, yeah, you have to I maybe agree. give it somewhat similar to the Falcon treatment, you know? Mm-hmm. But then you got to be careful of not making it too much like Falcon either, so. Right, and even someone named the Vulture is not a very, like, flattering, you know, way to name yourself. You know, a right. Vulture doesn't really have great connotation in the way we talk about animals, so it, it seems like a weird thing to, to like, own. Like, yeah, I'm the Vulture. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe I they call them that. Yeah, right. They may, I mean, might call them that as an insult, like you, you're a yeah, scientist who exactly. kind of picks on other that. people's yeah. work. Yeah, yeah, because Marvel's good about too, not necessarily calling out characters' names either. I mean, right. you know, there's a lot of times that we don't, you know, even Black Widow, it's Widow or it's mm-hmm. Natasha. It's like it's not often that yeah. they refer to them by their. You know how many times do they call Hawkeye Hawkeye? I mean, it's never, always, pretty yeah, much. Never yeah. Yeah. But I actually kind of hate that <laughs> that they don't ever call them by their name. Yeah. But. So, so you know, this kind of thing could be, you know, yeah. Daily yeah. Bugle headline dubs him the Vulture, you know, and that could be a thing where he doesn't like yeah. that name. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, Vulture definitely wasn't anywhere near the top of my list of villains I wanted to see in Spider Man, but and then they're kind of in this weird spot too. I think where it's like, well, we can't just rehash everybody that came before because right. you know it's like we can't you know do we really want to go back to the green goblin do no we really i'm glad they're not back, doing that yeah to lizard and or venom you know they, they've kind of you know doc ock they've kind of burned through some of these yeah. already and mm-hmm. it's like that's why i thought craven was a really great rumor he, he's grounded yeah. enough but there's he still an air good. of comic book craziness to him you know right. yeah and it's yeah i mean stalking the city like that you can get a lot out of that exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. And you could you could do all sorts of like different things with casting, like you know he doesn't have to necessarily be some Russian guy or something. But right, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the news and a lot of it. Uh, like I said, we'll get back uh, as 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 news comes in. Like I said, otherwise biweekly we'll we'll regroup to to talk some yeah. news. Um, so let's cut into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the finale, episodes 21 and 22, Absolution and Ascension. Uh, so, Matthew, you and I were not very high on last week's episode. Yeah, which I think we discovered <laughs> as we were talking about it. Uh, I think kind of the, at least for me, the opposite was very much true with this episode. I think um, I think last episode was a bit of a clunker, and I think this one was a very strong way to end the show or end the season i should say not in the show mm-hmm. um and i think it gets back to something we're kind of touching on earlier is i wonder if this show in part would benefit and in in again a way to help with the budget to be a, a shorter season um mm-hmm. instead of getting 22 you know maybe if we had 14 or yeah, i think so 16 yeah. um because it seems like they kind of wedge these episodes in because they have to fill a 22 episode season slot as opposed to maybe telling a bit of a tighter story uh, and, and kind of get rid of those episodes that are kind of like, eh, you know, or clunkers. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be a fan of that. I think, th- I think so. I think that would benefit all of the current 
uh, shows that are set in a superhero world. Like, yeah. just mm-hmm. cut them down. I, I agree, yeah. And it's funny because then we get, like, Arrow and Flash that that give you an extra episode. I mean, that first season of Arrow, I think they went 25 instead of, or 24 mm-hmm. instead of 22. And I mean, we've seen television seasons shrink over time at all. I mean, I'm, yeah. you know, back when I, you know, look at those first few seasons, well, not the strike season, but the first few seasons of like Star Trek, the next generation, 26 episode seasons. Uh, you know, I mean, back in the, in the old days, I mean, there were like 30, you know, 26, yeah, you know, 28 sure. and 32 episode, uh, episode seasons. Um, and now we've seen it kind of shrink down to, to 22 is pretty much the norm. Um, so the, the fact that, you know, we're getting into, it used to be TV was very much that, that September to May cycle. Uh, you know, we never had summer series. We never no. had anything in the off time. And, uh, a lot of these shows now are, we're giving us, uh, you know, mid season replacements and mm-hmm. summer, you know, summer series and things like that. So I, mm-hmm. I think, I think we're, we're kind of in the middle of a sea change of, of how this is working. And, and you know, especially, you know, look at like FX, AMC, uh, you know, HBO, those other networks where, yeah. you, you know, 13, 14 episode seasons, 10 episode seasons are kind of the norm. And I, I can see TV kind of making that shift as well. Well, yeah. summer used to be the dumping ground for shows that they wanted to get rid of. Yeah. Or, you know, the shows that once they picked them and shot all the episodes, then the guy that did it left. Like, they, they you know, the, the executive's not there anymore. But now they started being hits like the rate they started to notice that the ratings for those summer some of those summer shows were even better than the ratings for the fall shows yeah, yeah. well because there's nothing no competition there's nothing yeah, yeah. So like people still want to watch tv in the summer it's it not changed like they all that go on vacation or something usa is built on that like sure. their, their summer programming yeah. was what their original programming is what got them to where they are now mm-hmm. yep yep uh, so, first episode is Absolution. Uh, this, I, I thought this was odd. So, we start out back on Mavith, and Daisy's having a dream. Yeah. Uh, and I thought it was weird. I almost thought for a second, like, this is a foreshadowing to the to the end of the second right. episode. Yeah. That's what yeah. I thought, too. Uh, but then Coulson was acting a little odd. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I thought, oh, maybe she's just dreaming. Um, but it was cool because she says, well, you know, I didn't account for every, I didn't account for everyone. Or I didn't think that everyone would show up, or I forget how exactly how she worded it, but she basically says that you know because Colson says, "Oh, you always find a way to get out of you know to get out of it. You always find a way to make it work." And she said, "Well, I didn't ex- I didn't know that everyone would show up." And well, she says, "I knew someone was gonna gonna go or die or something, but I didn't know everyone was going to." So she implies oh. that everybody but them is dead, right? right. When in of actuality, doesn't it was, happen. It was everyone. <laughs> I took it as when I got to the end of the end of the second episode is everybody showed up on the Zephyr. Oh, okay. That, that probably makes more mm. sense. You know, that she, she, you know, she thought, okay, if I, she thought it was her death. So if she right. went on the Zephyr, then she knew it would be her. Well, when everybody showed up on the Zephyr, it was like, okay, well, I don't know who, you know, I don't know who's going to die. So that was kind of interesting. Um, yeah. I don't, it was a weird little thing. Yeah. I don't know how it connects. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, I, yeah. Other than that one little comment, it just seemed odd that. And even then, is is she having like a prophecy dream? Like, what? What? Yeah. How are we supposed to read that? Like, is she seeing the future again somehow? But she wasn't. So it's, I, yeah, it's just like a weird. I don't really know what it's supposed to mean. I think it was just an excuse to like make people go nuts for like a second to see them on Mayveth. Yeah. Be like what? And then <laughs> yeah. just. Which, I mean, to me, like, the only negative thing I have to say about these episodes is just all the marketing gimmicks that went into it. 
Um, I just really did not care for the whole in five weeks, someone's going to die. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It's going to be an agent. And we're like, Oh man, which one of the main characters is going to be? And then, you know, spoiler alert. It's like, Oh, it's just that guy. That's fine. (laughs) That's the one person that we all would have picked to go. The CW is like that too. I don't know why they do it. I don't, I hate it when they do that because the deaths don't even seem important anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And even like, you know, the walking dead finale, it's the same thing. It's just Mm -hmm. like, it's never going to be as good as, you make us think because we've already played through every scenario in our head. This so is the funniest can't... joke you'll ever hear. Right. Nothing will be funnier than the joke <laughs> right. that you're about to hear. You can't, you can't uh, surprise us anymore. Like yeah. it's, it's not like, Oh, I didn't know they'd kill that character. Cause in our head, we've already mm-hmm. kind of gone through the scenario of, well, maybe it's this one. Maybe it's, so it's just like, it's and then when it's, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's true. <laughs> it is. Like, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. I, I mean, it is. And that, and that's fair, but and that was the only thing themselves. for me. And they spoil themselves because if you really look closely at, at an actor's career, you'll see that they're already on a show or something. Sometimes that'll come out right, before right. the yeah. finale. So he's just like, oh, okay, I just, uh, I know you're dying. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We got the return but, of the murder. But that vest. was the only thing that wasn't good. I think the rest, yeah. yeah the murder vest. Yeah. <laughs> Which was once again completely inconsequential to the plot there was yeah. never a point where it was like oh they're gonna have to do it it was just like unnecessary it didn't it, at least in this context i was like i'm okay with it because they know they know the the stakes and they're like yes and even yo-yo said i'd rather you blow me up than sure. be controlled by that thing so if they would have used the vests this way the first time i think it would have been i wouldn't have had such a problem with it uh Sure. You know, yeah. For them to realize, like, hey, I'm not going to be controlled by that thing. Oh. Um, you know, kill me if you have to. Like that, at least. I, th- I still think it's kind of a silly, uh, silly it's thing. It's weird that they had murder vests and Crossbones had murder vests in uh, Captain America Civil War. Yeah, that's they true, had the yeah. same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, just in the air, I guess. Yeah. The underwater Quinjet, I must say, was pretty badass. Oh, that was sweet. Yeah. Uh, that was really cool. Because apparently. And it was a really cool setup because. Uh, May says this thing was never ha- meant to handle this, and we knew right. this, the shot in space. Right. So I was assuming, and then we get the bit, you know, where it's like, oh, well, we'll see them coming in. And I thought, well, maybe if they went like instead of going straight across, they went like in a in a parabolic arc, like they hit hit the upper atmosphere into space and then just came straight down, like they wouldn't be able to to detect them coming in, kind of thing. But when right. they went through the water and came up, I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like when they when they trick people. Like yes. that's my shield. I love shield when they when they come up with a with a really good plan, a solid plan, and they do stuff like this. Yeah, this is yeah, it, yeah. I mean, that's the spy stuff that you want to yeah. see. Yeah, and it was very convenient. They had that nice clearing of trees that were uh, cut down for them to land on. That was, yeah, perfect. <laughs> that worked out. Yeah, well. it was. Uh, but yeah, that, that again, that was cool. I thought the effects. I was going to talk about this a little later, but I thought the special effects or, or the visual effects in this episode were were really well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we mm-hmm. got a lot of cool Quinjet stuff, and it looked it looked pretty good. It didn't look really cheesy, which sometimes the effects on the show can be either really good or mm-hmm. really bad. Um, and so the, we got a, we got a couple times where you know when the Quinjet took off from right. the Zephyr, that was really cool. When mm-hmm. it landed on the Zephyr, that was that was pretty well done. So this is why the lash looked like he did. Because they wanted to save, yeah, they were saving all their money and the primitives. 
I I can't those primitives. <laughs> there was nothing less tense than that. Like yeah. that's the big threat most of the episode, and it's just like I cannot be. Scared it's like something out of Land of the Lost, you know? It's <laughs> it's like... Exactly. Yeah. And then like every and then it's just like where do all these agents keep randomly popping up? No, they got grabbed. It's like stay away. Like, you not see all that death gas? Like what are you doing? So the guys, like, that, yeah, the, the guys that are. Uh, Equipped, well-trained, uh, and well-conditioned all get snagged up, but yet the scientist guy that has no, almost no training is able to get yeah, away. Yeah. I, mean, that's, I mean, that's just typical. Yeah. I mean, that, well, he saved that one guy that we never saw again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought the DOD caper stuff was really cool with the motion capture and Fitz <laughs> yeah. and, and, uh, and Talbot was really Fitz neat. Fitz and Talbot. That was really was, funny. Fitz just yelling at whatever he was doing, he was like screaming. yelling. <laughs> he did an orangutan, an orangutan yeah. noise, and when he told him to cut it out, I was just so <laughs> was like, stop that. <laughs> oh and then God. he's like, oh, wait a minute, the general's too, a foot taller than me, or <laughs> whatever, he had to go get the box to stand on. Do you think this is a foreshadowing that these two characters are going to have to work together next season a I, lot? I, 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 I think so. so. I think whenever they see like two people have good chemistry together, it's mm-hmm. like, they're going to find a way to stick them together again. They seem to be having fun. Yes. Yeah, they did. The actors, yeah. But again, it was really cool. And high tech, that's believable, right? I mean, we mm-hmm. see, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, they use that tech all the time. I mean, especially James Cameron, you know, that's how he filmed Avatar was, right. you know, the world was rendered real time around the actors as he was filming. And yeah, uh, so it, was, it wasn't it's, like it's outside a nice, the like, realm of possibility. Thing. Yeah, yeah. The government gear that they have now is 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 crazy. I mean, even us regular civilians, you can have a watch that yes, uh, listen to what you you could tell it what to do and all this kind of crazy stuff. So yeah, yeah. And of I, course, I, I do wonder where those like Winter Soldier uh, face masks were. Oh yeah, yeah. Where you can look mm-hmm. like anybody. Why why can't they just uh, grab one of those? Yeah, yeah. It, it was really cool. Uh, Again, I, I just I like the whole caper thing because it, it was kind of this well executed, again, very spy centric. Yeah. And I think I think when you know we talked about it before, but when the show sticks to this kind of stuff, it really shines. Uh, it really does a really good job of of executing on that stuff really yeah. well. I, I think they've ramped that up this season a lot. Yeah, because there's been I feel like five or six times where we've talked about that specifically on a podcast. Like, yeah. You know, this this was a great episode for just like spy hijinks and stuff. So I I feel like this season has really gotten back to that concept, yeah. even with all the crazy, you know, superpowers. Sure. Uh, I like the fact that uh, they didn't think that the doctor was automatically an expert in every known science out there. Mm-hmm. When, yes. Yeah. When Hive tells him, "We'll go disable the warhead," and he's like, well, "Or you know, stop the, you know, override the security lockout," and he's like, "I'm not a." Like I'm a bio engineer. I'm not like an electronic engineer or or mechanical engineer. Yeah. But it's like, okay, if you don't go do this, we're gonna kill you. So he's he recognized that fact. He's like, okay, I'll go take care of it. Yeah, I'll figure it out. And he's got these two. I'm gonna name you Ronald and Ronald too. I just he is he was one of the like standout. I thought he would kind of just be a one off character, but Mm. now I really after this finale, I I really hope they bring him back. I like John Hanna. I, I think he, they set him up to come back. Yeah, I think he's going to be their version of uh, Zola. Oh, maybe uh, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah I sense. see some of that. Like the scientist, he he doesn't really care about people, but you know, he, he, that's true. He's sort of like chaotic good or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Did you see Spartacus, Daryl? 
Some of it, yeah. He was he was really good in Spartacus, and of course he was in the Mummy. He's kind of like a cross between his character in Spartacus and the Mummy. Like we're a little totally. bit of goofy, but right. A little I always bit forget serious. about the Mummy. Yeah, he was married to uh, week, Lucy yeah. Lucy Lawless' character, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He didn't care about the slaves, but you know he was he thought he was doing them a favor, right? right. Yeah. But yeah, he's he's been he was kind of a bright spot at the end of the season here. I I liked his I, as the as the shows went on where he was on, I I appreciated and liked his character more. Yeah. When he first came in, I was, he was mm-hmm. kind of douchey and a little a little buffoonish. Yeah, I think they and then they kind of tighten up a little bit. Yeah. And he you adds need a, levity to all the darkness mm-hmm. that's yes. going on, which is with good. with Fitz and Simmons, they have a moral code and I think you kind of need a scientist that to not have one. Yeah. That and they kind of butt heads like, yeah, it's it's good. Mm-hmm. It's a good, good, uh, good casting and good writing and stuff for him. I like the Mac and Yo-Yo stuff, uh, where she was kind of chastising him for being too slow. Yeah, and then she was, he was like, "Well, it's because you have super speed," and she's like, "It's not to do with super speed. You, you do, and then you watch, and you do, and you." And I thought that was like <laughs> yeah. a perfect characterization of Mac because we see it, him. It, it sounded like a couple. Like I'm looking <laughs> exactly. at them, and I'm like, "That is, that is when you're dating." That is, yeah, because yeah. you don't know each other that well. I mean, and and shows don't really write that well. Yeah, when they when they do relationships, they kind of speed it up and they're unrealistic. But with this, it's kind of like oh, we are kind of. You know, they're, they're, that's how you are when you're when you like somebody and you're kind of trying to get in a groove and learn how they are. And yeah. he doesn't know her culture as well, but he's trying and she appreciates that. And like, I, I think they really did a good job with them. Yeah, they, their their chemistry is great. And it's so. funny because, you know, think back on Max since he's been in the show. You know, there's a lot of times where he's working on something and he just stops. No, as soon as she said that, I'm looking back. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of what he does. <laughs> when those guys were attacking the house, he's like yeah. thinking and looking out the window and talking to his brother. And, yeah. it's just, and it's... that's good writing to, you know, because I'm assuming a lot of that's probably even just his acting choices. Mm-hmm. So yeah. as a writer to sort of recognize his acting choice and then write it as like a character trait and comment on it's just like it's good observation. You know, it's it shows the writers are observant to the work they're working yeah. on, which is good. Yeah. And I love her because she like there's something that a lot of these shows don't have is that you have they usually have young women characters, young female mm-hmm. characters, but they don't have like a really adult like the thirty to forty year old characters mm-hmm. that are female on the show. They got guys that are that old, but they don't usually have women. That are that age, and it's good Besides to kind of see that. Yeah, just May. I mean, that's all. Yeah, and, but May is it. And when do you yeah. see May? Well, right, you don't, exactly. She, you don't get to see her interact with her yeah. peers. Yeah, because there's that's no peer true. for her. Right. That's true. That's true. So I think well, it's May important. and Yo-Yo should have a team up episode. Then. I would love. I mean, now I, would love I, that. I hope that they keep her because they now they I, figured out a shortcut of. Yeah. We don't have the money to show her being super fast all the time. Just have it that something's there, and then it's not. Yeah. You know, and uh, so it's such good it's such a good choice like it's mm-hmm. you get the superpower but it requires zero it's all old school just like camera editing yeah. it's great yeah. Yeah. yeah and every once in a while you can do the like slow-mo thing and and yeah. even that's not really that but even the blur effect that's not like you know exactly. i'm sure it's not tearing up the budget it so. costs exactly. them nothing just, yeah. yeah so uh, yeah i hope they make her a regular uh, i next think season. so I yeah do. I, I think they will because we yeah. lost i mean you know we lost a few people and Obviously, we don't know what's going on with Bobby they lost Hunter. All, they lost yeah. a lot of people. I yeah, mean, yeah. there are so many people that got killed in this, and just these two episodes alone. Uh, they need to fill up the the ranks. Some, yeah. So I think John Hanna and uh, 
Natalia Cordova, Buckley. I, yeah, I, I can see them both being pretty regular next season, which yeah. I'm super excited about. I like the way they captured Ward. I mean, the whole bit with the machine and, yes. you know, Lincoln using his mm-hmm. power to charge this thing up. And it just they knew they couldn't kill him. They just wanted right. to fry his brain, which they did. And again, it was smart, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it did exactly what they did. And then when he kind of stumbled out, the yo-yo, you know, dropped the thing on him and she kind of come back and had that smirk on her face waiting for it. And right. uh, in the amber drop, that was it was, again, really cool, really well done. Uh, you know, kind of when they work as a, you know, again, beating a dead horse, but when they work as a team and they, and they perform this way, it, it really, it really, the show really shines. Yeah. When you say they're trained, all these individuals are trained in something, you want to see it. You just don't want to be told that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So of course, when they all get back to the base, they kind of foreshadow a little bit with Lincoln saying, oh, he doesn't really want to be an agent. And, you know, Colson's ready to bring him in the fold. Which once that happened, I was like, mm, I think I know where this is going. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's sad that he gets to act now. Yes, towards the end. But he I know <sighs> the past up. three or four episodes, I've actually been—he's he, turned me around a little, and I've—I've yeah. I've realized mm-hmm. that it—it's not him as an actor; it's nope. the way his character's written. They just never knew what to do with him until. No. They knew they were getting rid of him. Well, they wanted him to be like, it's weird because they, they kind of try to say that he's a bad boy, but he's really not. He's, he's just not a guy at with a all. Temper. Yeah. Right. We've talked about that so much that it's, yeah, he's never, yeah, it's, he's not like a guy. Yeah. He's, I don't know. He's never like going out and like partying and like, you know, like uh, he's not like Hunter even, you know, he's not even. Right. That no, no, that he's not a flirt. Of, like he's, he's not a flirt. He's not overly aggressive yeah. with other people. It's just. Yeah. He has he's a very calm temper. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's actually very calm until he just gets worked up, and then he just can't really like throttle it back. Mm-hmm. You know, which is yeah. That's called being in New York and driving, <laughs> basically, <laughs> or having crazy electricity powers and yeah. uh, having to had... fight monsters every once in a while. Yeah, <laughs> it's I, uh... hard for him to adjust. He's not a. He's a doctor. He's not a a warrior. <laughs> I'm a doctor, not a warrior. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, could have worked that in there that would have been awesome uh, i love the the macadaisy stuff was kind of a a, a standout mm-hmm. for this part of the effort i got a real mm-hmm. i don't know if you guys felt the same way if you've seen it but kind of like a goodwill hunting vibe from their interaction you know when robin williams kind of takes matt damon and tells him you know it's not I his laughed. fault it's not his fault i did laugh because i was waiting for mac to say it's not your fault yeah. your fault <laughs> shut yeah. up man that's <laughs> your fault it touched me though the way she her again that shows when you give an actor something to do they can yeah. do it you mm-hmm. know like all the stuff she would get from the first season all the hate that she was getting about her being a bad actress I'm like she's not it's just that they're not giving her the right material to do sometimes and that, that's why it comes off that way but yeah you see this this part like here where she's you know when she breaks down that's touching yeah. yeah and I think she's grown a lot you know oh yeah to be fair you know oh, since absolutely. the first season um but yeah, I mean, I love the two of them together, Mac mm-hmm. and and Daisy. That you know, they that was such a good pairing at the beginning of the season. Yeah, to just stick them together. But again, a great scene, and you know, even Coulson comes in at one point and, and tells her, you, "You're not a bad person. You you you're you're in, basically an addict now. Yeah, and you're coming. Who was forced to be an addict? Yeah, I mean, imagine off this. You get kidnapped and someone just starts shooting it with heroin. Like, like you know, it's like, like Malcolm, she, huh? Like Malcolm from from Jessica Jones. 
Oh yeah, yeah actually, exactly. yeah, that's true. Yeah. Wow, I didn't. Even, yeah, that's yeah. that's the exact example right there. Yeah, because yeah. sway. I mean, it was hard to explain sway. Like, what what does that really mean yeah. when you say they're swayed? I've, I've taken umbrage with that all season. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but now we get it. If you like, if you're an addict, I mean, when you get some, you right. turn someone into a junkie. I mean, they will they will hate themselves, but they will do things that they exactly yeah in order to get that drug again. Yeah. And then and then we kind of see you know what happened. Of course, you know, all hell breaks loose. We mm-hmm. turned out that absolution was a place and not a thing and Yeah, it Fitz seems like they could have googled that. Yeah. <laughs> Fitz kind of figured it out at the last minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought the primitives kind of busted Ward out a little too easy out of that amber, but um yeah. okay, whatever. <laughs> Why would you take them home? like I always think when they capture somebody I'm like, fly them to a volcano and drop them. Like, yeah. why? Or keep them there. Why were they moved? Put where is more secure than where he is right yeah, now? Yeah, don't bring them home. Yeah. And then Fitz is like, hey, make sure you, like, plug this in when you get... It's like, why aren't you going? Like, don't <laughs> don't send this off with just two random agents. Like, yeah. Yeah. who are these people? Yeah. It, yeah, yeah, it was just too much like, ugh. Yeah, that was, that was a, the, I guess, a little eye-rolly, for sure. Yeah. Um, but... You know, so again, we have this whole thing with Fitz, and the obviously more primitives are made, so the base is all in disarray, and Daisy realizes that the, all this bad stuff is happening. So it's cool because she, hot, you know, hot wires the facility, and then we see the thing go up into the Zephyr, which obviously makes sense because it's not something we've seen, but they always capture this module. But it's like, okay, how do they get it to where they need it? Yeah, and it's cool; it makes total sense. It's right above where the plane is, so yeah. they don't have to wheel it out; it just drops down. Uh, so all that was really cool. Um, and then, again, it kind of, we get this, you know, Hive is out. Uh, they they get um, on board the Zephyr, and and Daisy is just pleading with Hive to take her back. Yeah. Uh, because, again, you know, the whole drug thing. and Yeah, that was brutal. Man, it was rough. It was Being rough. Her, she's not there to take him out. She's <laughs> No, she's there to, to go back with him because... Yeah. And she hates herself for it too. Yeah. Like you can almost, you could feel it. Like she, and she hates herself, but she's like, I just don't want to feel this pain anymore. Like yeah. it's too much. And then the fact that he can't, moment. you know, she's been cured, so she can't. Mm-hmm. He can't reinfect her. Yeah. And so he has no use for her. Let's and not so, think about that too much. How that works. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lashes magic, hive yeah. canceling powers. Yeah. Is that like when you have liposuction and you can't, like, your body can't put fat back in the same place you took <laughs> right. it out again? So. Yeah, maybe um, that's what his power is. Yeah, <laughs> lipo, lipo. We called him. <laughs> but it was again. It was, and then that devastated her more. So it's like right. she knows she's never going to feel the way she felt before, and she's been tossed aside on top of it. So, so uh, she quakes out. Yeah, yeah. she lashes out. <laughs> uh, but she conveniently doesn't destroy the Zephyr. Right. Yeah, she could have just smashed up the control panels a little. Which I thought she would. Good. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I, I thought she was going to too. But <sighs> no. But it was cool when they were fighting, and she was sort of again. They they've done a good job with integrating her and Lincoln's powers into fighting. But she was sort of like blocking his punches with like yeah little mini trimmers, and then sort of punching with them and stuff, which I thought was a really neat. It's effect. funny on the CW. Uh, Lincoln played a character. There was a yeah tomorrow remember. people tomorrow people, and they yeah. used the ability similar because they could do. Uh, I think they had telekinetic yeah, powers. Yeah, telekinesis. They, yeah, and they could, but they had to use their hands. So they would do the same thing. They would punch each other with the hands. Yeah. They would block with the hands, and which stuff is smart. Like that. It, I mean, it, yeah, it makes. I've always wondered why like uh, Jedi don't do something like that. 
like that incorporating. Happened. Yeah, this is yeah. stuff I, I I wish X Men would do more of uh, the the movie version. Like they don't yeah. like if you're training constantly to use your powers, you should be able to do different things with your abilities. Exactly. And, yeah, and it, you could tell that she's been training they're showing yeah. us how how well she's been training with her abilities i think it is yeah. right and as a viewer like the more we've talked about this before but just seeing cgi isn't like a wow moment for us anymore like no. anybody right. can do that so right. you've got to find ways to incorporate with practical stuff so she's still right. fighting but using it so it's not just when she just sticks out her hand and blasts over and over like that's not very exciting to watch no yeah, it's not 1995. Like you do that on TV in 95, and you're like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, it's like, <laughs> well, now I it's that like, move. yeah, yeah. Now we we need yeah. something. It's like be yeah. a little smarter for it. You know? Yeah, people yeah. look up Mutant X if you if you think. The... Oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> oh, my God. The yeah, these are all bad. the shows I used to watch. Yeah, just like I did too, because it's all we any... had. Exactly, it was like the Birds of Prey show mm-hmm. that yeah. was on. Remember that? Yeah, Desperation does that. Yes, yep. yes, yes. <laughs> Mutant uh, X. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I like the stuff in the in the base though when uh, Simmons figures out that the reason because I was like how could they not see her and I thought that was she was literally hiding and they couldn't tell and then she figured out oh they they see by infrared and so she cranks up the heat Mm, and then the doc kind of figured out a little quickly but I guess when you're a crazy uh, super genius you could probably put the pieces together a little better than than normal. Well, he had a he had a science hunch. Yeah, yeah. Which I like. Yeah, that was funny. Like, right before he opens, he's like, mm, it's a science hunter, science I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's become the new hunter. Yeah. Kind of. It's a similar a attitude. It's like, he's competent, mm-hmm. but he's reckless. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that was cool. So they, you know, they go through the whole whole bit there. And then we get uh, the greatest scene of this episode, uh, Shotgun Axe 2.0. Oh, so cool looking. <laughs> But he, I was a little bummed that he doesn't really use it. I know. He kind of like hits somebody with it, but he doesn't. Yeah. It's like, okay, they're, they're getting there. Yeah, yeah. We're not on at 10 yet. So when we no. get to that. Well, exactly. Or, you know, give him some robots or something, you know, that he yeah. can really well, slice into. Coming. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I, I'm hoping yeah. hoping if we pair like LMDs and shotgun axe, we'll get some, some good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like that Fitz and May got stuck aboard the Zephyr. And so, again... The the whole thing with this is we know somebody's going to die. So they the mm-hmm. one thing that I think maybe this episode's a little guilty of is being a little ham fisted with Ugh. the whole. Well, obviously it's going to be cro- Fitz or May because uh, they're on the shit. Yeah, it annoyed yeah. me because I kept thinking, oh no, not them, and then oh, they're going to put. And then everybody I has a jacket, hot, hot potato cross jacket thing. Was yeah. just like yeah, oh, we get it. Someone's going to die. The cross yeah. was there. You don't have to. I just hated how. I hate how they spell things out like yeah. that. You know, it's like we know the cross is there, we get it. Yeah. It, it was much more effective in the end when it was sort of that moment of Yeah. You weren't really paying attention to like Lincoln had a jacket and maybe took the cross. You know, it was just we didn't need it spelled out like fifteen times. Yeah, they could two not hours. mention it after that she had the uh the whole uh flash of the future. They could just not mention it again and then yes. she remembers the- it like as Exactly, yeah, she's as wondering where Lincoln is or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That 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 was that's more kind of what I meant too with the teasing of the falling. It was just like yeah. they really injected too much sort of like gimmicks. Yeah, everybody has a jacket, and oh by the way, it's not the new Shield logo that everything is on. It's the old Shield logo that it's. Yeah, it just that was like really right. Don't... Well, they never updated the jackets. That's sure. It, uh, yeah, I guess so. Well, or it's like a throwback jacket. That they yeah, it's a throwback. <laughs> I want Avengers to have team jackets. Yeah. (laughs) It's the 90s all over again. I love it. Yeah. 
Well, Cap's got like a little, little like pin on his on his outfit, a little Avengers pin on his arm. Mm -hmm. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, But again, that was cool. So they they get aboard the Quinjet. It was again really neat that they go after. Uh, the Zephyr. I thought the bit with Coulson, even though I, to me it was obvious, I'm like, oh, he's a hologram, just like Blake was. But it was still really cool. Uh, right. You know the fact that he's on the the hangar and uh, you know he's stalling for time or whatever, and then we get the actual real hive, which I thought was a. It looked like the guy from that Pirates of the Caribbean movie, but yeah, uh, but it was it was actually pretty well done. I mean, I, I'm glad yeah. they. They yeah, waited until now to give us a really good looking version of it, as opposed to giving us a half ass version, you know, for three episodes in a row. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't gr- it, like it looked good in terms of the CGI, but I, I didn't think his face looked that cool. He sort of had a weird fish mouth. Yeah. It was yeah. sort of narrow. And but I mean, it, but it looked the it, for t- it, it, it looked it off. It looked good yeah. for TV. Right. Right. And yeah. my my only complaint was I kind of wish that as he was. You know, if we skip ahead as he's like, you know, about to about to die, that he would have kind of reverted. You know, wouldn't you revert to your natural form? Right. I would think about to die. I thought that would have been one nice final shot of them floating there. And he and his like natural form. So I wish they would have pulled it out like one more time. But I I guess they were like, this is our goodbye to Ward, the actor. Yeah. Yeah. And that that makes sense. But, you know, they could have as they were pulling back, maybe they could have had him slowly start like changing and yeah you know it, it I almost wish, and then they cut or something yeah i almost wish that towards the end uh that, um lincoln would just say you know you really were a dick <laughs> <laughs> yeah because he basically it's basically the inverse he's like i was trying to help me he's like i know yeah, yeah. it's basically yeah. like well, yeah. you're letting him off the hook a little bit like yeah i was like, figure you're gonna die anyway why yeah, why be an exactly in the last in the final moment yeah you should so. be like you know what screw <laughs> you man I heard all the story. You realize that I'm dying because of you. Like that's yeah. the right. other thing. Like right. Lincoln wouldn't have to die and be all dramatic if all of this is his fault. Hadn't had done yeah. that in the first place. So he, he yeah. should have been like, "I know." Wait, hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that Ward. I like that in his final moments, he kind of accepted it and was like, "Oh, well, I'm going to experience something new. I'm going to die." Yeah. Uh, I thought that was kind of a you know almost like a yeah. Blade Runner kind of moment for him. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's he's been like, alive, okay. alive for thousands of years. So. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, I I can't move forward, so let me embrace this new experience. Uh, yeah, I just hope they make it permanent. I. Yeah, me too. I, I would just me hate too. if they just found some contrived way to bring him back. I know yeah. it's comics and everything, but I just right. I sort of hold like the the TV shows and movies to a slightly higher standard because they don't have to tell like fifty years worth of stories, you know. So. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I want to move on from him. I could see someone scraping up the, you know, just the, some of the cells and then reproducing. Yeah, or an something. LMD just to like bring him back. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if they do that. To be honest with you. Yeah, I, I, with the LMDs, I could definitely see them bringing back a ward that's like programmed to be a good ward or something. Just or they, yeah, they just need him for this operation, so they pull him out of storage or whatever. But you yeah. know, what? that's that's. Yeah, you, they could go that avenue. Yeah, yeah I, I see it. I definitely see it as a possibility to bring them back. Yeah, I mean, they in the same episode they set up a way that that could happen. Mm-hmm. I thought for a second when we got that LMD that for a second I thought it was going to be like a Lincoln huh. LMD. I'm glad that didn't happen either. Like yeah. they instantly oh, yeah. negate, you know, yeah, Batman versus Superman style. Yeah. Um. 
I like the one shot they did the fight. You know that was all that was all a single shot where, uh, uh, when they're all on the Zephyr and they were fighting the primitives and everything mm-hmm. else, they kind of did the swirling. Yeah, the, camera oh, around the one yeah. shot. It was really well done. I, and uh, you know we we've commented a few times on the show this season, and Tancherone directed the the finale, so right, not too surprising. But they've done a really good job, I think, and I I, I totally think that. Uh, I think Arrow is responsible for some of it. I think Daredevil is responsible for a lot of it. I think yeah. it's caused mm-hmm. these shows to kind of up their game a little bit. For where sure. you could you could take a show that doesn't have a huge budget and do some really cool things by by just being conventional, just using the camera in interesting ways to, oh, yeah. to show action, mm-hmm. and uh, just having good choreographed fight scenes. Yeah, you know that doesn't cost a lot. Yeah, yeah, it all piggybacks on on other shows yeah. anything that's successful they always do that you can tell i mean even yeah. supergirl kind of piggybacked on on the fight styles that they would do with people with powers how they the rope work they did with yeah. her you can yeah. tell yeah. Mm-hmm. so i thought i thought that was a really a really nice shot and then we get the hero shot at the end so it was just yeah. kind of cool again the team Gemma's face is so funny though <laughs> she has that ah, and she's so cute and, yeah. and lovable <laughs> but she, you know when she's doing the roar well, she's got a crowbar in her hand and swinging yeah. somebody's head. <laughs> it just seems so funny. It's like, that's not her. Yeah. Do that. yeah. Uh, I thought the way Fitz took out Gallero was fantastic. That was so good, yeah. He, oh, that was sweet. He's he, like, I you know, he is here. fully 007 this yeah. season. I mean, yeah. the Morocco thing at the beginning mm-hmm. and now this. It's like, I, I like that he's still, he's not too cocky or confident or anything, but mm-hmm. I like that he's now sort of like, capable he's not just like yes. the scientist who like oh no i can't do anything you know and, and they've done that with Gemma too i mean they've shown right. that they're both like they can hold their own when they need to yeah which yeah. is but cool I, I, I just, it was just so good it was you know there's a i have a weapon on board that you know that will kill you if you don't let me go you'll never see it coming and then right. he had the invisible gun i was like that is so perfect he plays that fear so well yes yes like I, I could almost see him dying. Like I, I was like, "Oh no, not again!" Not yeah. yeah. And then you know, it was great. Yep. Uh, and then of course Daisy's. I again, Daisy had another great shot. You know when yeah. she realizes Lincoln is on the ship, and it's kind of like almost like a, a Peggy and Steve moment, right? Mm-hmm. You, you know, with with over the microphone, and she's oh, of course she's way more distraught than Peggy was, but um, that was totally what that was. I think they yeah. did totally. Uh, did that on purpose? They didn't actually. They did an interview where the interviewer really? brought that up, and the, the interviewer brought it up, and they were like, "Oh, we never even thought about that." And they were like, <laughs> they were chastising so themselves for not realizing that. That's that funny. Is so funny yeah. how you repeat things. Uh, yeah, they, they even broke it off. Like in yeah. the middle, in mid sentence, they cut mm-hmm. the the audio yeah. just like they did. They, they said it as like, "Oh, it's you know, it's not exclusive to Captain America. Like it's been done. I guess just yeah. the idea of your yeah. your." Two people are dying, but you can't see each other. Sure. You have to communicate. Sure. But yeah, it did seem one of them's in a plane. They cut it off. It did seem like there were a lot of similar beats. But yeah, I, you forget though. You, you only remember the last time it was that popular, yeah. and yeah. it could just be in the back of their heads. I mean, yeah. they didn't intentionally do it, but they couldn't help but do it. <laughs> Unintentionally influenced. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So of course, you know, the thing explodes. Lincoln dies. I thought it was interesting that Daisy was using her quake powers on a live nuclear weapon. Maybe not the smartest way to move the thing. You think? Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, okay, whatever. Uh, I could cut the show down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Just uh, uh, But yeah. So then we get to the one thing I thought was brilliant. Brilliant was when Gemma goes, "Well, what do we do now?" and then. 
you don't even get a breath. And it's like, boom, six months later. I was like, what? What? Yep. Like, it just, it was so, that that was a very Whedon thing to do right there. Oh, yeah. That, that was mm-hmm. a Whedon thing. Oh, yeah. But but just the cut, and I don't know, it just, it you didn't even get to take your, you know, to, to take a breath. And then, boom, we get this, this six month later thing. And uh, Yeah, they did that in Dollhouse a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so what do we think? So new, obviously we have a new status quo. Daisy is on the run. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she's kind of gone back to her roots, it seems. But she's got superhero powers. Um, yeah, super I, grunged out. So yeah. you you think because of the accords that she's unregistered and that's why she has to run? I I don't think it's necessarily because of that. I think it's because of what she did. She feels this overwhelming need to make right. And yeah, she I think knows, she's going vigilante. Yeah, she knows with Sokovia and everything else. Mm-hmm. And just I think part of it is she's just going to have a hard time facing the team. Um, I agree, yeah. Knowing what she did. Oh, yeah. And then, two, I think maybe she's a little pissed at Coulson because she begged him to, to go after and try and find a way to stop Lincoln, and he wouldn't do it. Right. Rightfully so, but, you know, we've seen when key team members are in a bad spot, like, they'll do anything to save them and to get them back. And here Lincoln was in a spot, and they wouldn't even try. Uh, yeah. So that might be hanging over her head, but yeah, I, I think it. I, I think I think the big thing is just yeah, she just feels like mm-hmm. that changed her. I think she feels like she's probably in a very she's just a very different person now. She her life is now defined post you know well, hive and everything that happened. So well, in the Civil War comic right now because they're doing they're they're kind of doing a Civil War two, right? Um, and in the comic. Uh, an inhuman does something and causes the death of a lot of people, or they think he w- the inhuman will. And added to that, they're like, we are able to round up the inhumans, anyone with those abilities, and register them and kind of keep them contained if we want to, if we feel they're dangerous. So I wonder, in this new landscape, are they going to kind of... Because the Accords would kind of go with that without yeah. being too closely to the to the movies. Mm-hmm. Because the film yeah. kind of the film was more set on the Avengers. You work for us, but he did say to Black Widow, if she didn't sign, you're retired. You're done. You, yeah, that, yeah, there will be no more uh, you fighting crime as Black Widow. We'll shut that down. Right. So that might be you have someone like her out there um, doing things that are not sanctioned by the government. I think that's kind of you know. I, yep. I was. It's funny. I rewatched that ending bit this morning and freeze framed a couple spots because they had the newspaper stuff. And of course, you know, big big letters that says "quake." So obviously, we've kind of been waiting for. They the said quake. it a few times. Yeah, right. they were yeah. Like, a quake does something. It was like it started with mysterious quake does something. Yes. So it's like, oh, just that's what you call an earthquake, and then it slowly become. I thought that was kind of a clever way to give her her name. It's yeah. more mm-hmm. of just the sensationalist news thing where it's like, at first we think it's a quake, now we think it's a person, but we. You know, Quake is a perfect name, and which right. is good because they've never called her that, which has kind of always bugged me. But it looks yeah. like they're just kind of waiting to, you know, maybe she'll come back at, you know, she becomes a vigilante known as Quake, and then yeah. she sort of owns the name when she comes back, and that's sort of her code name. I mean, so when I first when I first saw it, I you know because it goes by so quick, and you're looking at headlines, it made it seem right. like. She went in purposely to rob the bank to get money to give right, to these right. people to help them. Yeah, if you actually. I actually freeze framed and read the the newspaper stuff. So the bridge going out was there were uh, known vigilant, known not vigilantes, known criminals on the run from the police that were apprehended and injured at the scene. So 
it sounds like she was going, you know, the police were chasing these, these, these criminals. She came up upon them and used her powers and probably got out of control, messed up the bridge. And these guys were caught in the, in the, in the process. Right. Uh, the bank thing was that there were, I think gunshots and yelling inside the bank at nine thirty at night. So again, it was closed. There should have mm-hmm. been nobody there. So it almost sounds like she came across a bank robbery in progress and again, used her powers and destroyed the bank. But obviously I'm assuming took the money, stole a little money stole, too. Stole yeah. Cash on the side. <laughs> right. Well, uh, it was going to get stolen whether I stopped or, or, not, stopped or so. not. So let me help this guy that they, the government totally screwed over. Uh, well, that was her old thing. Remember is to take money from yeah. plate from uh, yeah. corporations so and stuff. And yeah. back use to that it. Robin hood. Vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So maybe that's her cool. deal. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so it's funny because one of the, one of the newspaper bits mentions Sokovia in there. It says, you know, how, how effective have the Sokovia Accords been if this mm-hmm. vigilante can run around and basically do all this stuff? And then it's real vague about um, – it talks about the ATCU is on to this person. And we see in the newspaper clippings that they actually get a picture of Daisy, a couple pictures of Daisy. I mean, obviously she's somewhat disguised, but you could clearly right. see that it's her. So – it's public knowledge that she is a vigilante. She is on the run. She's done bad things. Uh, mm-hmm. And the ATCU is out to stop her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, of course, we see Mac and and Coulson are kind of on a stakeout, and they try and come across her. Uh, and then we get a little bit – it was, again, a lot of references to the Matrix. You know, Ward was very Neo-ish uh, when he came back with the whole trench coat and the way he kind of moved and walked and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did that really cool thing at the end with Daisy where she – kind of does the pose and has her oh, hands yeah. pointed down and starts the vibrating and then just uses it to mm-hmm. jump up. Uh, the yeah. swirl, the music, mm-hmm. uh, you know, very, I much was like worried they were going to make her fly. Me and too. I was glad right. when it just made her jump a little bit. I was like, okay, I can handle that. Yeah. I don't want her just like, I thought she was just going to like <laughs> launch up into the stratus and I, I would have been like, Oh no. They said Trinity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that so was that, good. Just having her jump up a little. was um, yeah. cool. But so, go- okay. Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, that I wonder, though, with uh, the upcoming uh, Iron Fist and uh, Luke Cage and, and, and then Jessica Jones coming back, they got to kind of explain. I mean, are they, they seem to be the law is if you have abilities, you cannot be out there using your abilities without being yeah. registered. Right. So they have to. I mean, they'd have to go after Daredevil. They would have to. Yeah, we were talking about it last week as with the Avengers, it was more there's such a global presence and their impact is so large. Mm-hmm. Whereas Daredevil, it's like it's just kind of like gang violence and stuff. So maybe just the government doesn't quite care as much about that. It's too small in scale. But I guess it depends on how big the Defenders is and everything. Yeah, I think that, yeah, the, we're, we're kind of thinking, too, that the thing with the Avengers is they're actually invading other countries and saying, Hey, right, we're doing that's this. true. Yeah. Whereas this is all takes place in this confined area of New York. Uh, well, but now yeah. with what's happened in those other shows, especially daredevil and Jessica Jones, especially. Yeah. There've yeah. been major things that have happened because right. of metas because of specials. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they would have yeah. to be cracking down on on them somewhat. They have think, to address yeah. it, I would think. I mean, even yeah. if they even if they find a way to explain it away, mm-hmm. you know, like oh, there's bigger fish to fry, or you know, whatever. Yeah, they'll but, have to at least mention it. Yeah, yeah. I right. don't think they're gonna. Sure. They can't just get away with it's it. It's too but. big of a thing to not be like, hey, does this apply to us? And then the character yeah. go, nah. Well, with the lawyer, like with the lawyer, she's going to. I forgot her name. Jared uh, Hogarth. 
she's going to help Iron Fist adjust to society now. Like yeah. she's going to help him with his yeah. affairs and all. Oh that yeah, that's stuff. another news thing. They just said that she's definitely going to be an Iron Fist. Yeah, which so, so yeah, we kind of heard that a while back, but yeah, which have yeah, it I mean, we knew, but I think yeah. now it's like confirmed. Yeah. It is, yeah. So if another person maybe is working with them, maybe I, I don't want to spoil any other shows. Sure, sure, sure. Get to it, but. Maybe her firm turns into a place where they represent the the smaller, not the you know the the, the big names or the cap and and all that. But these are the people that are not really they don't want to save the world. They're just trying yeah. to survive and maybe help people every now and then. Or, that would be funny if they just did a bit yeah. where it's like, oh yeah, the government's trying to go after uh you know these characters, but we've got them tied up in so much legal red tape. It'll take yeah. them years to <laughs> solve it. And it'd be exactly. like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> um, cool. So yeah, so that'll that'll be interesting. Uh, and then the last, the tag at the end. Uh, so we find out that I guess Fitz is working with Doctor Radcliffe, mm-hmm. who yeah. is celebrating the fact that he made it past uh, the hearings. <laughs> yeah, which which again, I, I'm assuming this is maybe Sokovia related because he had to go before and, and you know some sort of committee and and give a deposition because obviously he is partly responsible but under duress and you know that whole bit. Yeah, I think it's all yeah. of it. Like, I, I think it's all of it. All the I think they had hearings on the Inhumans, too. Like, all the secrets they didn't let out before. That could be what it is. That could be why we see... Because Coulson also says... He basically says he's not the director anymore. There's another mm-hmm. director. Because that's um, been secret. Like, they haven't really... He, Coulson right. never told them about all that stuff that was going on with the Inhumans. So maybe that kind of... In the six months, maybe that's what's changed everything. Is, is something all that stuff kind of came out or something. Mm-hmm. I can see. Which would be neat. I mean, cause I, yeah, I'm ready for a new status quo on the show and yeah, I mean, I wish my wish would be that they could somehow, obviously they can because the name of the show is agents of shield, but I almost wish they could just get rid of shield and just be a different yeah. group or something. It's just too, I almost just want to see them be able to distance themselves more from the, the movie universe. And the idea that shield exists, but it doesn't exist is just too, yeah, because you have people going it's too confusing. Because I, I had people ask me, like, uh, they went and saw the movies, and they're like, "There's no more Shield." So what is that show? Like, what is what is the? And that's what premise? we're asking ourselves too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, well, how is that like connect? Yeah, and I that's why I almost wish like they could some. I I, I almost wish they could the show could just be Secret Warriors. Yeah, yeah, and or even was, X. It, or X, yeah, or Shield, or something. Something, yeah, but just yeah, the whole. We're like, yeah, I don't even know, but yeah, just just move past that idea somehow. But obviously, still, you know, just keep the show what it is, but not have to be tied down to that ideology anymore. Yeah. Or for all we know, Shield could be coming back. I mean, you have to have some type of police force to handle all of these new methods. <laughs> yeah, and it's not like they're going to get rid of she- the idea of Shield from the MCU. I mean, it's such a yeah big I comic mean, stand like comic thing so they've kind of morphed it in the like the front facing body is the ATCU right um, but, but right but the movies don't ever reference right, that right so i wonder if the accords will spin into we're going to restart shield under the control of like the accords and that idea mm-hmm. maybe we'll see something like that but i don't know when unless they drop it at the beginning of infinity war because, you know, i don't know i mean cuz w- what if you say something like that we have sh- the, we have Shield and we have someone running Shield, but then Coulson is like a small unit 
that's on the side. Right. It's not which really is what they, which is what he was. That's what they were in the first season. You know, it's, yeah, they were just one group of Shield agents. You know, in in the comics, they've done this a, a couple times. They've rebranded what Shield stood for, like the actual acronym. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it'd be cool if they found a way to rename it to where it it kind of conforms to the fact that it's a small elite unit. Right. Yeah. As opposed mm-hmm. to this large organization that we got in the beginning of the, you know, the, you know, there's there's a division inside the ATU, ATCU called Shield, but it doesn't stand for you know the, what it used to stand for. It sure, stands for sure. this, which means this tackle tactical team. But, um, but yeah, one of the things I glossed over before we get to the tag is uh, Coulson's not the director anymore. No. So I right. think I think this may be a little bit of Walking Dead syndrome here, where it's like, well. It gives us leeway to figure it out over the next, you know, three months when we get back in the writer's room to figure out who the director is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely yeah. I kind of took it as like they don't know yet. But uh, what do you think? I mean, it's obviously not Mac and it's not it's not no. Coulson. So yeah. I could see it being Fury again and they just don't. I could see it be them setting up for Fury and Shield to come back in the movies. And so mm-hmm. they'll just reference it and we won't any. Maybe Samuel Jackson will come on, but it'll just be like we don't. We don't meet the director. I could see him coming. I mean, cause I could, could see yeah. him being in charge so that they could be like, there's a reason for him to be in the next movies that they have him sure. coming yeah. into without having to explain it like I'm just a civilian, but I know everything. Right. Exactly. You know, like, I could see them just going back to this, like just starting the status quo over again, basically. Yeah. Just going back to season one, but just like you know, telling a different story. Cause even we talked about Daisy, she's kind of going back to how she was season one. So I, right. I could kind of see them like, it's almost like a soft reboot, you know? Yeah. But I wonder, so yeah, that, that's one possibility. I, the other thing is the obvious choice. Like it's either Talbot or may, I would assume. Cause we didn't see may. No. Nobody talked about may. Um, and Talbot obviously being the general. Yeah. And, uh, but it almost seems they like just forgot about may in general this season. So they did a lot. Yeah. They did the, forget about her especially this back half like they just didn't it was like unless she was reacting to lash she had no character yeah you, which was a bummer what's sad is because of the way that the dynamics of the show it's like she has no one to to be a peer with her like to hang out with her right like bobby was with hunter mac was with daisy like in, and they kind of broke her and Colson. That friendship they had, it's kind of strained. It's different now. It's not. Yeah, it and she doesn't so. have Andrew, which was a really great. It took that two. away. Yeah, yeah, that was really good them together. So yeah, I think you're right. She just she had no one to to play off of. You need that. You need somebody else for her mm-hmm. to yeah. to kind of work with. That can be yeah. a. You need a work wife and a work husband. Sure, <laughs> got to have it. Yep. Like you don't you don't have that. That person that you're kind of, you know, connected to, it just kind of leaves you with anything to do. You just you just wind up being the person that comes in to do the mission, but you don't really have a, a outside of a, outside of that. She doesn't really have a life at all. Nope. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So b- back to the tag. So you, we talked about Radcliffe a little bit, but mm. it's not clear whether he's a part of the shield ATCU thing. It almost seemed to me like he's back doing his own thing. Like he's, he's started a new company. He's got his own thing going and he's recruited uh, fits away from shield. Um, Right. That could be further makes me think that shield is kind of like falling apart in the six months. Like Daisy leaves fits leaves, you know, or they have to pretend that way. 
right? Sure, it, sure, yeah. But it's vague enough to where if they decide over the off season, it's like, nope, you know, um, mm-hmm. he, it could be anything. A, yeah, yeah. He's he's or, a part of Shield and everything. Could good. have been a side job, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even or Radcliffe is, his, is working with Shield, and that's just his fancy mm-hmm. office. Exactly, know? exactly. Um, but you know, again, it's it. it we get, you know, he's he's talking about Fitz and how he took the day off to go plan something with Gemma, and so it's clear that Fitz and Simmons are still an item. It's mm-hmm. clear that that uh, Radcliffe has taken a shine to Fitz, and mm-hmm. the two of them are working more closely, whether it's a partnership or whether it's, uh, you know, whatever whatever the arrangement is with with him. But Radcliffe obviously holds uh, a, 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 some sway over Fitz, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's got this this AI going called Ada, which very much almost like a Jarvis kind of kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then he says it's her birthday, and then of course we get all this life model decoy uh, stuff on the screen, and we see this frosted glass and this what looks to be a female form on the other side of it. So mm-hmm. uh, it's interesting to see. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. I, I hope. I mean, as much as we've been talking about having life model decoys come into the show, I really hope they don't start using that as a as a trope where it's like, that's gonna, oh God, I know. That, yeah, that's going to be the catch. I was like, well, we're going to send Colson in, but, and he'll get killed, but it's a life model decoy. And- right. Yeah. I mean, and that's what they do with the comics. I mean, Fury is, abuses the hell out of those life oh, model yeah. decoys in the comics. And it's basically mm-hmm. like doom bots too. It's just, mm-hmm. yeah, it gets a little old when it's just constantly like, aha, it was really a robot. It's like, of course it was. It's always, or a robot. maybe <laughs> they make a Jocasta. I don't know. That's what I was thinking. That's, yeah. that was my first thought. Um, especially that would have been good to name her that instead of, but Ada. but Jocasta was one of the AIs that Tony actually shuffles through before he picks Friday. So oh, I, could, I mean I think that was it was just an yeah Easter I think egg, so but, yeah you know, yeah it was an Easter egg but I can see know. him stealing it like sure he's not the most yeah, that could have been it that <laughs> he's not the most that ethical thing guy to say. yeah he's not that ethical in terms that would of... be kind of fun to, that he mm-hmm. stole Jocasta and maybe there's some latent Ultron connection or anything like that mm-hmm. you know I mean you could. You could throw in any sort of connection there, yeah. Um, which which would be interesting. Yeah, I hope they don't overdo it, but it's also interesting that that's another big comic concept, like the Inhumans that they're introducing over on in the TV show. So either yeah, we'll never see them in the movies, or yeah. we'll see them in the movies and they'll well make actually, pain, painstakingly not reference the show. Actually, in the comic, there is a uh, one of the times that Shield has taken over because this has happened many times, and Nick Fury had yeah. to kind of take them down. The life model decoys kind of felt they became their own entity. Yeah, and they yeah. and they basically started to replace people. Yeah, and it's shield. almost and, like a scrolls thing. Yeah, it was you know, like it, a secret invasion like almost. That. And he had to take them down. Like he, you never knew who was the you know who was the LMD and who was the real agents and like it was a lot of stuff going on like they were doing things behind the scenes it was kind of hydra like you know like they were doing they might do that because it, it adds to the like sort of double crossing you don't know who to trust spy nature yeah of everything I mean, it's like any other concept right if you mm-hmm. if you have good writers you can make it work um mm-hmm. and yeah. if you yeah. have crappy writers it it just completely becomes a joke so yeah. what's the best way to get colson back on top is to make it that you took him off and now things are so bad because he wasn't there to kind of, you know. Yeah. Because what if this guy is doing crooked things? Like, what if he's creating all these uh, LMDs and he's he's like uh, Ar- Armin uh, uh, Zola and he's kind of doing, you know, infiltrating, you know, putting them in in different various governments and 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 having them switch out 
people of importance, and and now they have to. And Coulson's the and his team are the only people that kind of know this is going on, and they have to yeah. take it down. Yeah, or someone else comes in and uses the LMDs for that purpose. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like true. co-ops the technology. So yeah, yep. A lot of lot of possibilities. Yeah, but I, I again, I think September, a, I guess. Yeah, I think a strong end of the season. I I, yeah. I think mm-hmm. I think it puts them in an interesting place to kind of reboot the show uh and i think that's exactly kind of what it does yeah change the status quo i don't feel like it's a continuation i think they kind of put a lot of these storylines to bed i think ward being gone Mm -hmm. for good conceivably um you know some of this you know the Gemma fit stuff is kind of in a good place Mm -hmm. you know i I think it i think it puts the show i'm just curious to see how radical they get next season because i know sometimes when shows are in distress like this they make some very significant changes to you know you you go from one season to the next, and there's like mm-hmm. a. I mean, you know, we saw it with Angel, right? When they went. Oh from, yeah. yeah. Uh, they started working for them. The, yeah, yeah. People uh, they were fighting. Yeah. The te- I mean, the ten o'clock time slot could be them just being like, you know what, screw it. We may only have one season left. We're at ten o'clock. Yeah. Well, if Let's just no one's watching anyway. <laughs> yeah, just... I hope they're honest. If they're if they really are not going to give it more than just this, this see, the the one more season coming up. If that's it for them, I hope that they tell them that. Yeah, now. I do too. Yeah, so they can plan, so we can get like a story that right. at least attempts to wrap things up. Yeah, or if it's like, hey, look, if you guys don't hit a one point five average mm-hmm. rating by the mid season break, then we're going to call it a day on this show. Right. And at least, yeah, then they can get a proper send off for whatever the yeah back they half could write. Is. Yeah, they could write the last you know four or five episodes accordingly. And if if they want to continue doing this TV stuff, I really do think that they have to whatever the pissing match is with the people in charge of the TV and people in charge of the cinematic universe, they're going to have to get rid of that because it's hurting yeah. the TV stuff. Or, or like, they need to, or just disconnect decide to or disconnect just disconnect it, it completely. Yeah. Like I think they have to choose choice. Yeah. They, they keep, they keep dancing around it and it's, it's not it's, helping it's to the detriment of the shows and not right, the movies. Right. So I really, yeah, the, I really think they thought, Avengers made all this money. These movies were making all this money that people are going to watch this show. Like the ratings on this show are going to be yeah. really strong. It'll be the oh, Avengers yeah. of TV. Yeah. You know they thought that. Yeah. And, and it'll yeah. it'll we'll be able to give it a budget, we'll be able to all do right. all these things. And then as the show started to kind of wind down in numbers, it's like, okay, well we can't tie all this stuff in like we did because we don't have the budget to do this this and this and mm-hmm. you know, we can't we can't well, really... It was almost like they didn't want to go down with the ship of shield so that it just distanced themselves, but it was yeah. kind of it's like they let it out into the. They, they just abandon it. They're like, "Hey, yeah, we're definitely mm-hmm. going to do the show." And then they're like, "Actually, you see you later. We're all going to do other things." Yeah, and it's hurting. Like if you're going to like if you're going to have these things connected to the movies, then you gotta you know it's gotta use go both that. ways. You yeah. gotta go both ways. You have to use that. If they're not going to do that, then totally separate it. Then. And, and I think that's where the Netflix shows. I mean, while we will never know ratings on the Netflix shows, I think that's mm-hmm. just why critically they seem to do better because. We could tell they're in the same universe, but it's right. easy to forget they're in the same universe as exactly. at the same they're telling time. Telling their own stories. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing going on in the main movies that really have a direct impact to what's going on in these shows. I mean, obviously, yeah. you know they they mention things and and they use it. You know, again, the whole thing with Daredevil season one, 
was because of what happened in New York, that the damage caused by that yeah. was kind of the impetus to rebuild. So it's like you, you couldn't have those shows without what happened in, mm-hmm. in the rest of, of the movie well, universe. But at the same time, they're not beholden so much that you can't do something in the movie and then feel like, mm-hmm. oh, the show has to really embrace it, which with S.H.I.E.L.D. you can't do that because right, yeah. these characters were literally born out of the, out of the movie. Because these yeah. are the seed list. I mean, these are the seed yeah. listers when you really think about it. Like Luke Cage, Jessica Jones. Like these are people that are that. Those are not the ones that Cap are calling when things right. go bad. Like right. these are the nine to five guys. You know, they're just yeah, doing yeah. their yeah. thing around their neighborhoods. They're not out there. But when you name something Shield, and you pretty much built Shield as the police force. Yeah, for the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe, yeah. that's that's harder to kind of distance yourself from. One hundred percent. Yeah. How do you not? How are they not on the ground with all these events? How does? Yeah. How are the Avengers not interacting with them? How can they not know Coulson's lot? It's mm-hmm. just too many big and and we're questions. in the news. Like we read the news, and you guys really report on a lot of the inside stuff. But for the most part, most of the people that go see the movies, they don't know about any of this stuff. Oh, all they all, know yeah. is. All they know is, well, if why doesn't she, Cap talk to Coulson? Why don't he know? Why isn't Tony, you know, like, they ask those questions. Like, that's the first thing they're thinking when they when you say to them, you advertise S.H.I.E.L.D., that's the questions that they have, is, is where yeah. are the... Could, I saw it in the movie, so why don't we see the connections on the show? So Yeah. I'm hoping this 10 o'clock, I'm hoping as they go there, they they distance themselves more and like just try and tell their own story more and, and go a little more like the Netflix shows. Yeah. Yeah. Cheap yo-yo. Agreed. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, I just hope, I, I just hope that when we come back, I just hope that they have a solid, solid uh, plan and, and the movie universe lets them know what they're going to do. Yeah. down the line the well, stuff the, that affects the good thing about next year is we've got or next season is we've got doctor strange and then guardians so mm-hmm. they could very easily not feel the need to there's no cap there's no shield there's no avenger you know it's like right. guardians they won't reference and no. doctor strange they could get away with just throwing a tiny easter egg in the background of hey that was crazy right but you know right. yeah so right. i'm hoping that will also let them like they're not beholden to any to any other movie storylines yeah, and even Infinity War, if it gets a fifth season, that wouldn't come out until the end of uh, the fifth season. So, right. you know, they've they've got some room to breathe without feeling like there's something else that's going to interfere with what's going on sure, for sure. the first time ever. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, season one was Winter Soldier, season two was Age of Ultron, season three now is Civil War. So, mm-hmm. you know, they'll get a whole next season where they can just kind of ignore. You know, they don't have to be concerned that something that the movies are going to do are going right. to exactly. have to be acknowledged in the show. So exactly, This inhuman yeah. thing will be the, the clincher. Like, are they going to continue? Because when we started out the season, the, the, the number of inhumans was growing. Like, yeah. it was such a big thing. And now they seem to kind of pull away from that a little bit. Yeah, they sort of abandoned it without ever saying that it stopped. It was right. like an epidemic at the beginning of the season. And then it's yeah, it was an fine. epidemic. Now it's okay, I guess. <laughs> It's contained. Or yeah. I don't know. Like, and does do any of what happened? All those crystals Hive stole. Like, are did they get those back? Did he use them all for his primitives? I don't know. Because that's the one strange thing with Civil War is that uh, you're talking about um, 
the amount of people with abilities growing ever since Tony Stark has been here. I'm like, that's, you know, this inhuman thing. It's an epidemic. You have people running around with all these different powers. Yeah. That's dangerous. I mean, that's, that's really a dangerous thing. Yeah. And the president of the United States has gone on TV talking about it. Yeah. We've talked about that a lot, how it's. Yeah. Like, so in it's the like, movies, yeah. the president is a lower character than the secretary of state. Yeah, you, you have know. to kind of yeah, exactly. It's like you didn't even have him on screen or anything. Yeah, like, yeah. and he's been in the movies too. I mean, yeah, he's, he's been in the movies. He was in Iron Man three. His name is on the Smithsonian ex- exhibit in Winter mm-hmm. Soldier. Like, hey, mm-hmm. there's a quote from. Him. So he's he's the president. He's you know he's Obama in that world. You know, right? He's, he's right. in charge of everything, and yet he's not really in charge of everything. So that is the weird. That is one of the weird yeah. things that the two people running uh, the two different. Uh, factions have to kind of you know pull back on and just deal with each other just a little bit just to, so you can have it, some type it, of yeah statement. it wouldn't be we've talked about it so many times it would be so so simple to just give a one sentence nobody in the theater who's not familiar would be like what what are they talking exactly. about i'm so exactly. confused it, would just, exactly. it could be such a throwaway line that to us would mean all the world mm-hmm. would make things make sense and for anybody else they wouldn't even notice that it had happened they'd just be like right. oh that must have happened in one of the 18 marvel movies i haven't seen you know yeah it's like people go see civil war avengers and stuff without having seen every you know solo film so it's exactly. really exactly. it's yeah it you don't we don't need to assume that everybody's seen the show, but you could still throw a tiny little thing in there. So, if we'll you're see. listening, <laughs> Marcus and McFeely, <laughs> yeah, we know, we know you guys listen. So it's still money on the table. I mean, you you want to do they want to do the cloak and dagger thing. I mean, it would help if you, it comes out that they're in humans or something, and you have to kind definitely. of definitely yeah explain it for sure. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, well, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, like we mentioned, we'll be back in two weeks uh, to talk about some news, probably some wrap up. Uh, maybe we'll kind of give us a look back on season three uh, and kind of get our thoughts on what's what we think, uh, as well as we'll finally get to those Facebook comments for Civil War. Uh, like I said, we're a little long today, but uh, given that there's no new episode of Shield next week, uh, we've got some room in the schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thanks. Uh, head over to MCUExchange.com where you can uh, catch up on the news as it happens uh, and all the good stuff there. Friday's the MCU Exchange show. Uh, check out the MCU Exchange YouTube channel. Uh, Matthew is a is a regular correspondent over at MCU Exchange. That's true. Yeah. Um, Mr. Taylor, let everybody know where they can find you and your and your stuff. Uh, you can go to Taylor Network of Podcasts, and you can also hear me on the DC TV podcast with Jim and and uh, Chubb and, and Jerry, and as we go through all the DC TV, which yeah. is a lot. Which keeps growing. It keeps yeah. growing. You've got Krypton and, on the horizon now. Yeah, and there's also been a lot of changes behind the scenes with that, too. So yeah, it's, so it's affecting everybody. Interesting it's, stuff, yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, so, yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening, uh, and we will catch you back next time on It's All Connected.